0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News.
1: Alabama. Alabama. Our great state.
0: The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
2: Some of Alabama's congressmen are now reacting to the leaked documents out of the U.S. Supreme Court. Congressman Barry Moore called the draft opinion that was put out to the media on Monday night an astonishingly dangerous development coming from the radical left. The draft opinion was in regards to a case that would ultimately dismiss Roe v. Wade and overturn abortion on a national level. Congressman Jerry Carl also called it a shameful attempt by the pro-abortion left to sway or influence the Supreme Court justices. Congressman Adderholt says that even if that draft opinion is authentic and the justices maintain their position and do vote to overturn Roe v. Wade, abortion will not be banned nationally but be kicked back to the states in order for them to decide. Attorney Matt Clark with the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty also spoke to 1819 News about the leaked documents, how it happened, and what would be the reason for such an early leak on the Supreme Court's decision.
3: I think with Getting out. I think whoever leaked it probably, it, you, pr- probably was somebody on the Supreme Court. Pro- maybe not a justice, maybe a clerk or a staffer. Um, but I think they did it because they were mad about what was going to happen, and they wanted to, you know, stir up the political realm and, and give it one chance to put pressure on the justices to, you know, to make somebody cave. So I think what we really need to do is pray for protection for the justices right now and pray that between now and whenever they release their final opinion, um, they don't buckle. They, They stand their ground.
2: Alabama Congressman Mo Brooks says he will not be testifying at a House committee that is investigating the January 6th protest and breach at the Capitol building. Brooks took part in a Trump rally that was held on that same day near the Washington Monument. Brooks says that he would have testified if called to do so months ago, but now Brooks says the committee has turned into a witch hunt at the hands of Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. Brooks says he has already given numerous sworn affidavits and public statements about that day, And, and Brooks says now the committee will have to issue a subpoena in order to get him to testify, and Brooks says he will fight that subpoena. The congressman says that this latest attempt to get him to testify is a blatant political effort to affect the Alabama Senate Republican primary race that Brooks is running in against Katie Britt, Mike Durant, Carla DuPriest, Jake Schaefer, and Lily Boddy. More details are being released when it comes to a Lauderdale County corrections officer who went missing with an escaped inmate. Investigators now say that Vicki White had a special relationship with Casey White, the inmate. The two are not related to each other. The inmates at the Lauderdale County Detention Center have also weighed in on this relationship between the two. The U.S. Marshals Service has released the vehicle that the two whites may be traveling in. That vehicle is a 2007 Ford Edge that is gold or copper color. The Ford Edge also has some damage to the left rear bumper. The city of Birmingham is announcing that there will be some road closures coming up ahead of the World Games. The businesses and residents in those areas have already been notified of the planned closings as well as the perimeters of those areas. There are about nine different sections within the Magic City that will have parts of the streets closed at least for vehicles but not to pedestrians. The World Games will run from July 7th to the 17th. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama go to 1819news.com. In national news U.S. Supreme Court Justice John Roberts has now released a public statement following the leaking of a draft opinion from within the court to the media. The chief justice confirmed that those documents are authentic and also said that an investigation is now being launched to determine how that document was leaked out. Roberts says that having a document making it out of the court before it's official release does not represent the final position of the justices, but it does betray the confidence of the court in the integrity of court operations. Roberts called the leak an egregious breach of trust and an affront to the court. So far within the leaked document, Chief Justice Roberts has not weighed in on the issue, but Justices Samuel Alito, Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett all did vote to overturn Roe v. Wade and return the abortion issue to the states for their determination. Now, Senate Democrats are seeking ways to pass legislation that would legalize abortion on a national level rather than rely on the rulings from the U.S. Supreme Court. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says that since it looks like the court is poised to strike down the Roe v. Wade case, he wants to codify abortion into law. The Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Dick Durbin says there is a discussion among Democrats on what floor action could be made in the future. Some of the Democrats, including Bernie Sanders, is already advocating that the filibuster be removed in order to pass such legislation. Republican Senator Susan Collins says she has not changed her position on upholding the filibuster rule for the minority party in the U.S. Senate. Collins was asked that question now that Democrats are looking to remove the filibuster as a means of more easily passing some pro-abortion legislation. Back in January of this year, Collins says that removing the filibuster rule would be a slippery slope towards a tyranny of the majority within the Senate. Meanwhile, a senator from the same group of northeastern states that Collins is from, Liz Warren of Massachusetts, has gone on to the steps of the Supreme Court to drum up support for ending the filibuster. Warren presented this issue as a war cry for Democrats to use up until the November midterm elections of this year. We need to have this vote on the floor of the United States Senate. We need to raise our voices and be heard. And we need to keep having this vote until we win it. And if that means we got to do it once... We got to do it twice. We got to do it right up until election day in November, and we hold accountable every single person who still wants to protect the filibuster. That's what it's going to take to make change in the Senate. Florida Congressman Matt Gates had quite a conversation with the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. Mayorkas was before a House committee advocating for the DHS budget proposals and new programs.
1: 1.2 million people are undetained, free roaming about the country. They've gone before a judge. A judge has issued a final order of removal. How many ICE agents do you need to deport them? Uh, Congressman, I think
0: um, uh, what we need is legislation to fix a broken immigration system, because well, well, let me you don't need can,
1: legislation to overcome we, a final order of removal, right? W- look, I get it. You want comprehensive immigration reform and a big amnesty thing. Very unlikely that's going to happen. So we have to operate under the laws that exist now. So under the laws that exist now, a judge has told 1.2 million people that they have no right to be here. Do you plan to remove those 1.2 million people?
0: Um, with the resources we have, we have to allocate those resources. How, how much money do you need to deport all of them? How much to, money? Uh, to, how many agents? To, to, um, to deport the 1.2 million who a judge has said has no right to be here. Uh, uh, Congressman, uh, the que- there are a number of questions that your question uh, raises with respect to whether uh, all of those individuals actually have been given uh, due process. No, 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 no whether, they have. They, yes, because, these are the
1: people who have had the due process. Okay? And here's the point. You have no plan to remove them. The highest number of illegal immigrations in our nation's history this month and next month because everybody knows that even if they come here, even if they go through the removal procedures, even if a judge issues a final order, you still think there might be more due process and you have no plan to remove them. And then when I ask you what the plan is, you say, oh, well, resources, I got to make finite decisions. I go back to my first question, how many ICE agents to remove the 1.2 million?
0: Um, Congressman, I'd be pleased to provide you with a resourcing uh, data subsequent to this hearing, if I may. And, ask, and I think it's I telling speak.
1: that you, I, I think it's telling that you got plans for pronouns and you got plans for misinformation. But when it comes to the plan to remove the people that have had due process, you don't have
0: one at all. So if I can return to data, because I want to um, make sure that you have accurate information. Everyone knows
1: that you have more people coming in than ever and you're removing fewer people than ever and it's because you have no plan and because it's on purpose. See, I don't buy the theory that you don't know how to do this. I think you're actually a highly competent dude. But the reality is, your plan is to bring these people in and to send the message to the smugglers and the criminals that they will never have to leave. That's why your workforce turns their back on you. And you have tools that you could use to deport these people. You have facial recognition, you have flights going all over the country, dropping people off. And I think we ought to use the best tools in the country to find these folks, round them up like they were at the Capitol on January 6th and deport every last one of them. I yield back.
2: You're listening to the Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams as he breaks down the money flow going to the governor's race, especially the Republican primary
3: candidates. All the candidates in the field have raised more than twenty million dollars combined and spent more than thirteen. Wow, wow, that's a lot. Now, I will say this: in Alabama, the race for governor is pretty much over at the primary. I mean, it's 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 going to be May twenty fourth, or more likely June twenty first, the runoff. But I'm just saying the Republican primary is largely seen as the road to the you know the the governor's mansion. Um, Now. Three Republican candidates top the list: Lindy Blanchard, K. Ivy, and Tim James. K. has raised six point nine million dollars, six point nine million dollars, which accounts for nearly three million from businesses and around two million from PACs or political action ca- uh, uh, committees. Her largest business donation came from a group called Get Families Back to Work, which is known as a dark money group. It has the same address as the Republican Governors Association. Uh huh uh-huh so that sounds like some incumbent protection right there uh blue cross blue shield donated a hundred thousand dollars 60 businesses around the state have donated ten thousand dollars or more uh the top pack donors came from alabama power um uh the business council of alabama and progress pack um so yeah they've contributed a hundred thousand each um She's got like up to 1.6 million individual donors. Her biggest one was a quarter million dollars from Tuscaloosa businessman Stan Pate. So lots of money in the Ivy campaign. Even still, she's not getting over 50%. <laughs> so that's okay. I'm not sure they're getting the return on their investment right now. But in the meantime, hot on her heels are the other candidates in the race. Lou, Bur- Lou Burdett, Tim James, Lindy Blanchard, Dean O'Dell, Dean Young, all the whole crew, right? Even the yoga guy. Um, uh, Lindy Blanchard though, this is what got my attention. According to WBRC, I remembered early on Lindy Blanchard had put 5 million of her own money into her race. Now it's $9.4 million. Can you imagine investing nine? Can you imagine having enough money to invest 9.4 million in your own race for governor? well she has and uh you know some some say that what that does is it frees her up she can do and say whatever she wants to without being beholden to anybody well i got news i don't care who supports your race you should be yourself if they want to support you they should support you not support you only because you'll say things the way we like it said tim james campaign raised more than 3 million he's received 1.6 million from individual donors which includes uh, nearly a million in loans from uh uh Slosson, who's with southeast forest products and john mcinnis the third who's in construction and owns the floribama down there on the uh, coast um businesses have spent like 1.2 million dollars investing in his campaign so there's that lou Burdett, who is way behind the rest in fundraising has a policy he will not accept contributions in excess of ten thousand dollars so you know right off the bat i will say this um lou makes a great candidate uh, he's got a lot of crowd appeal. He's good at retail politics. He's got an incredible resume. He's going to be hampered if uh, the this, this spending thing uh, remains the way it is. But he strikes me as being so principled that he's not going to change it. Uh, so, yeah, he's only raised half a million dollars. So there's the top four.
2: You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail and the reports you get to your phone or electronic device, remember that if you go to the main page, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, You can drop me a five-star rating. I surely would appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama.
3: Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama.
0: This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news
2: and Alabama values.